Welcome to the Barrel Room Chronicles. I'm Carrie Moynihan, a certified bourbon steward, former bartender, and all-around whiskey aficionado. I travel the world to explore whiskey from every avenue. For the last 20 years, I've been helping others tell their stories through television, film, and other media. But now, I'm taking my love for whiskey and my experience in the entertainment industry to uncover the fascinating stories of the water of life. So kick off your shoes, pour yourself a dram, and join me for this episode of Barrel Room Chronicles. Fine wine has long been a cornerstone of wealth generation and preservation. The problem? Historically, it's been reserved for the ultra-wealthy. VinoVest is changing that. Wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market and has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns, proving that the returns can be just as robust as your favorite red. It is so easy to get started in diversifying your investment portfolio. VinoVest makes it easy to acquire new investments. Equipped with a team of world-class sommeliers who evaluate wine and determine which ones will gain value over time. You own the wines in your portfolio outright. You can buy, sell, and even drink them whenever you want. Go to httpzen.ai slash barrelroomchronicles to receive two months of fee-free investing. Be sure to mention that Barrel Room Chronicles is helping you save on two months of management fees. It's time to start investing with VinoVest today. It is five o'clock somewhere and you've tuned into episode eight of BRC. For those of you watching on our website, YouTube, or Spotify, we'll take a trip to India to speak with Sanjeev Banga in Tales from the Still. Then later in the show, Chef Louise Leonard tells us what creation she comes up with using Rampur Indian single malt in today's world of Wheezy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Barrel Room Chronicles. Today we are with Sanjeev Banga, and he is going to talk to us about this beautiful... Rampar double cask Indian single cask whiskey. Um, but before we get started, before we start start talking about the whiskey, uh, Sanjeev, we always like to ask about your per- personal whiskey journey, how you got into this industry, what made you want to be in the whiskey life, and uh, were you as a child? Where did you where did you were you born? Where did you grow up? And did you think even back then that you would be doing anything in wow, the whiskey that's... realm? Good morning from India and good evening uh, or good day, whichever part of the world you are in. Yes, uh, um, it's been a very uh, interesting journey, life journey, I would say. I was born and brought up in India, did all my education in India. And um, in our household, uh, drinks was never a taboo and we were a very open family. In fact, if I remember correctly, even as a child, especially during the winters, uh, my parents would possibly give me a bit of a brandy or a cognac to um, be uh, more uh, protected against the cold. And uh, I guess my uh, liking for spirits uh, started from there itself because uh, I have an elder brother as well. He would take his brandy or cognac with some water or warm water and I would always prefer taking it straight up. So, uh, as I say, I started pretty young on <laughs> that. But, uh, but yes, nice. it's it's been a uh, very, I would say I've been, I've graduated in my professional career. I started with nicotine uh, 
with uh, Philip Morris selling oh, wow. cigarettes. They moved to Nestle selling caffeine. And then I said, I need to graduate. So then uh, alcohol it is. And I've been in the <laughs> spirit industry for it. over uh, 25 years now. So I guess it's in my DNA now. So I once, as they always yeah. say, once a liquor man, uh, you're good for nothing else. So it's in my DNA. And I love my uh, spirits and what I do and create brands. So it's it's a very fulfilling uh, journey so far. That's very awesome. Okay, so tell us all the different uh, expressions and spirits that you deal <clears throat> with on a daily basis in your job. Well, uh, as Rediko Ketan, that's uh, where uh, I'm associated with, uh, we are one of the largest uh, Indian beverage alcohol manufacturer, and we are in the all the uh, space in the spirit side. So we do whiskey, vodka, rum, brandy, uh, then the Indian single malt and Indian craft gin. We also do RTD. So we're in the whole spirit space over here, and uh, we uh, export wow. our brands to about 85 countries. So that's that's a fairly oh, wow, large, a and we are one of the largest exporters of spirits also from uh, India. So in terms of the journey for Redco Keta, and it actually started in 1943 with the distillation business, and then we added uh, the grain. It was initially uh, only a molasses uh, distillery because we located in north part of India, which is a sugarcane growing areas. So we were into molasses alcohol. And then we added a grain uh, distillery. Mm -hmm. And then we added a malt distillery. And then finally, we added a gin distillery as well. So everything is in-house. My goodness. And uh, in fact, as we speak, we are expanding our capacity. Uh, we're setting up another greenfield distillery as well. So uh, we, we control, uh, we are very... Uh, I'd say, happy, satisfied, and focused on the quality of spirit alcohol that we produce. And that's one of the reasons for the success of our brands all these years. Now, in terms of um, the Rampur journey, uh, we actually, yes. uh, uh, the, as, a, as a, exactly. our malt distillery started about 30 years ago, and it was only in November 2015, okay. we were at the distillery and our uh, uh, master blender came up to us with a malt. He said, why don't you try this? And we all tasted it and we fell in love with it. And that's when we decided, yes, this is the malt that we need to bottle and uh, share it with the world. So this was November 2015 and in April 2016, we were in Las Vegas launching the first expression of Rampur. In five months time, Rampur Select. It's been a lovely journey since then, very satisfying as well. Uh, within the first year of launch, we won the double gold medal at the San Francisco Spirit and Wine Competition for our uh, uh, Rampur okay. Select. Whiskey Advocate uh, included it in amongst the top 20 whiskeys of 2017 and Rampur Select was at number five. So you, nice. you, oh wow, absolutely, and right I guess post that there was no looking back, and it was huge motivation and a morale booster for the entire team that was involved. And we said, yeah, we are on the right track. 
So uh, the next one that we launched was a limited release of only 48 cars called Rampur Sherry PX Finish. Yeah, it had the soul of Rampur Select, but had more depth uh, because of the PX in that. The third expression that uh, we launched is the one that you just uh, held in your hand, Rampur Double Cask which has essentially uh, spent two-thirds of its life in ex-bourbon cask and one-third in sherry oloroso cask. So we'll talk about these in a bit. Nice. The fourth expression we launched was a limited release to commemorate 75 years of Rampur distillery. So that was Rampur Signature Reserve, a limited release of 400 bottles worldwide, each retailing numbered bottles, retailing at about $1,300, wow. $1,400 a bottle. And they got sold out in wow. very, very quick time. And the oh, sure. newest expression that we launched was Rampur Asawa. That's the first time in the history of single malls, uh, which has been finished in an Indian wine cask, Cabernet Sauvignon. So, uh, oh, nice. That's the one that we launched. And again, all expressions uh, of Rampur have been very well received by the Mount Canosiers. We've been winning awards, double gold, gold medals. But then the icing on cake was um, Jim Murray included both double cask and Asava in his whiskey Bible for the Caribbean. Yeah. In and the then Bible. Ian Bexton's nice. included uh, Rampur Asava as 101 whiskeys to try before you die. So that's that's so that's that's oh, awesome that's as well. Good. And Whiskey Advocate included Rampur Asava in the top 20 whiskeys of 2021 at number seven. So I think we are on, we are on the well, right I would have side. to agree with that. I, I broke into this bad boy. Uh, a little bit earlier, uh, my my housemate uh, was getting ready to have a dram, and I said, "Oh wait, before you have that, I said I have something special that I'm going to be tasting uh, um, tonight uh, on air." Uh, and she said, "Oh, what is it?" So we had a little taste, um, and I, I, I we just love it. Um, do you are you uh, going to drink along with me? Probably not. It's early morning there. To but... go to office as well. So um, I, I... yeah. <laughs> That's usually how it goes with usually like when I'm dealing with the UK and Scotland and Ireland, I'm the one going, oh, it's 10 in the morning and I have to drink now because we're going to drink I'd, with I'd, these guys. I'd, I'd love to. And um, but, I guess now that the travel restrictions are coming down a bit and all, I hope to have a dram together in uh, LA sometime soon. Yes. It also has this beautiful, beautiful bottle. I mean, a uh, bag that it comes with these it's, great. It's a it's a silk pouch. Uh, in fact, what we try to do is take yes. India to the world. So, apart from the cork and the bottle, it's beautiful. The liquid and everything else is Indian in it. That's awesome. It's a beautiful bag. It's absolutely, and it's got this great embossery uh, work done with um, with the label, and it's just gorgeous yes and now on to the bottle also gorgeous beautiful beautiful shiny yet simple and direct and very I much love it. like the liquid inside so i want to so, um, let you taste and then give me your comments yes let's taste this all right 
Oh, it's got a beautiful nose. So what I like about this one is that when you first take a sip, it gives you a big, bold flavor right at the top. Um, but then it's, it kind of soothes down a little bit. And then the finish has kind of this very faint licorice and a little bit of spicy notes. Um, and the color is fantastic. Do you guys do yeah, any, uh, all, any all coloration natural. or is that the natural color? Mm. This is fantastic. I, I'm, I, I can tell, I can taste the, the little bit of sherry from the, from the, uh, the, the sherry cask, but it's got a big, beautiful, bold flavor. Um, and what I like about this one is that it's great to drink on its own, but if you want to lessen the boldness, you can always add a couple drops of water. I like my bold Perfect. flavor, so I will not. Hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so tell me about the gin. I hear you guys yes, have this lovely gin. Yes, we've got lovely, uh, gin. lovely gin as well. It's called Jaisalmer. In fact, it all started when we were uh, in uh, U.S. and in Europe uh, promoting our uh, Rampur Indian single malt, and we saw there's a lot of interest coming back for the gin. And uh, there were a lot of gins with Indian names to them, but there was never an authentic Indian craft gin. And you know, uh, aside from that, mm. a lot, not very many people know gin and tonic as a cocktail actually originated in India. Really? Yes, it did. I uh, did during, not know that. During, during the uh, British uh, colonization, the uh, British army was here. And at that time in this part of the world, there was a lot of malaria. So counter malaria, they were uh, mm. supposed to be given quinine, which is too bitter to have it on its own. So uh, the Brits made a concoction of that, adding some soda, some sugar into it. And that's how tonic came. And even today, most of the tonic waters say Indian tonic water because it has that quinine. And, and they, they used to get gin wow. from uh, UK into India. Uh, for their own consumption and they decided to add the tonic water so it was doing two things at the same time giving you a good time with your uh, gin as well as giving you the medicine that's quinine in it so <laughs> that's how gin and tonic originated in india and uh, we got that's thinking awesome. we said yeah you you've got it's a great cocktail the original cocktail kind of a thing originating from india a lot of brands of gin have indian name why not an Indian craft gin? And that's how we uh, decided to launch Jaisalmer Indian craft gin. But we wanted to retain the soul of the gin. Because what's happening in the recent past is people have gone uh, berserk in terms of botanicals. There's some gins which have 100, 200 uh, <laughs> uh, botanicals. So the soul of gin, which is juniper berries, the refreshing taste of gin was getting lost and you were spending more time trying to identify the botanicals. So we, like in Rampur, we've tried to keep Jaisalmer as well, a very simple sort of a gin, retain the soul, keep it refreshing. So it's got only 11 botanicals. And of those 11, seven have been sourced from four corners of India. <clears throat> Now, India historically has wow. has always been, uh, 
huge abundant knowledge of herbs and botanicals so we've tried to uh, inculcate right. that into and incorporate that in our gin so you have uh, of course coriander which comes from north india coriander vetiver orange peel lemongrass kube, uh, pepper and then uh, darjeeling green tea uh, leaves as well so we've tried to retain the uh, refreshing uh, refreshness of the gin but add some indianness to that so it's worked uh, very well and um, we are at the moment in about 40 countries uh, with both rampur and jaisalmer and we've been receiving very good reviews very positive reviews from the malt connoisseurs as well as the gin um, affectionados so that's great so i want to back up a little bit um how many facilities do you guys have how many buildings how many different stations so to speak do you have that are building or that are creating all these beautiful spirits is it one giant huge mass big thing of land or is it you have one on this block and one down here and how does that work out you know unlike scotland india is very different and uh, here it's it's the volume the operations are huge so all this is uh, both the Rampur as well as Jaisalmer are uh, uh, all produced, bottled, distilled in single facility in Rampur itself. Now, let me give you a little background about where we are. Wow. And so Rampur is in north part of India in a state called Uttar Pradesh in the foothills of Himalayas. So okay. we've got a huge, uh, I, I would not call it nice. a, a small distillery. It's an industrial complex that we have because we've got our distilleries over there as well. Our bottling lines are over there. The malt maturation uh, warehouses are there as well. So it's a huge complex. And uh, so uh, we, we are in the foothills of Himalayas. So that's, we are privileged to have access to the Himalayan groundwater the soil, air, everything adds to the mystique of Rampur single malt. I was going to say, I, I bet being near the Himalayas that close would definitely um, create, you know, extra flavors from from just being there with all of that natural terroir. Absolutely. And then the other advantage that we have is the temperature variation because, uh, in North India, the summer temperatures go up to about 40 plus degrees centigrade, not Fahrenheit, 40 plus uh, degrees uh, on in the summers. And then winter goes down to about two degrees centigrade. So what's happening is the malt is uh, very aggressively interacting with the cask. It also makes the maturation very fast. So even the experts, whiskey experts, whether they're in Scotland or anywhere else, also agree that uh, in this kind of a climate, the malt maturation is about three to four times faster than compared to uh, colder climes like wow. uh, Scotland. But it also means that the angels keep getting very so um, we lose about uh, 14, yeah. 15 percent in the initial years, and then it. Uh, uh, goes down to about 10%, 10, 11%. So that's that's a very uh, large proportion of your malt that's uh, being taken away by the angels. And obviously, uh, but 
it gets compensated by the kind of maturation we get and the kind of flavors that we get. So that works well for us. Uh, having said that, we, we basically are now full. Our capacity is all uh, chock-a-block in Rampur distilleries. So that's the reason, as I mentioned, we're setting up a new greenfield uh, uh, distillery and facility for malt maturation as well which is uh, within the state of Uttar Pradesh as well in uh, North India. That should be up and running in about uh, hopefully uh, 9 to 12 months time. But right now everything everything is in one location and we've, uh, we've set up a beautiful uh, visitor center over there as well, which we were not able to invite too many people because of the pandemic and Hopefully, with the travel restrictions going down, right. it should soon be uh, welcoming visitors uh, as well. Uh, was the uh, was the visitor center open before COVID, or was no. that something that had just opened and then? We we actually started. Uh, we had a smaller visitor center, but we refurbished, renovated the whole thing. In fact, we a uh, couple of years ago we tripled our malt distillation capacity. So along with that, we also decided to have a new visitor center. So we kind of were almost ready before the first wave hit, but then uh, everything went into a kind of a slow mode. Now we are yeah. absolutely ready to uh, welcome visitors. Great. Now, if the pandemic wasn't an issue, how many people could you bring into the visitor center at once? Uh, well, unlike, uh, say, um, the uh, American distilleries or uh, the wineries or Scotland, um, Liquor is still a fairly controlled uh, subject in India, so you can't have it completely open for uh, walk-in visitors. So it's on, only going to be strictly by invitation. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. So tell, tell us the... And I know this one you can get in the U.S. The other uh, four expressions that you're talking about in the whiskey, are those all available here or only uh, only this one? No. Uh, in fact, uh, Rampur Select is uh, not available. Most of, uh, in fact, the entire range of Rampur is only on allocation because we have uh, whatever we uh, can bottle uh, just flies off the shelf. So it's on allocation. We haven't even expanded into the uh, rest of the world like all our other brands are available. So uh, Rampur Select, which was the first expression, has been not available in the market for the last two and a half years. And wow. because that's still aging and maturing, hopefully by end of this year, we should be able to reintroduce uh, Rampur Select. Sherry PX was a limited release. So that got sold off. Signature Reserve was again limited to 400 bottles, mm -hmm. but Double Cask and Asava are available in the US and uh, the other markets. And hopefully very soon we will have uh, the Select coming back as well to the US market. That is awesome. Well, coming up next, we're going to talk to Chef Louise Leonard, who is going to have a, a bottle of this herself, and she will uh, take a look at it, take a taste of it, and she will decide from tasting it whether she's going to pair something with it or cook with it or both. So you'll want to stick around for that. Uh, but before we go with you, please do tell us where can people learn more about your product? What's your website? What's your socials? All of that stuff. Well, uh, we have um, rampursinglemall.com, 
the website and our Insta handle is also Rampur Single Malt. Uh, for Jaisalmer, we've got jaisalmergin.com and uh, similar is the Insta handle. So you can please follow us on our uh, social media as well as visit our website, which has all the details. And we have enough cocktail recipes on our uh, Jaisalmer uh, social as well as website as well. So you can. Oh, that's great. I'm sure uh, I'm sure Louise will take a look at that before we, we chat. She likes to get a, a jump on all of the stuff before she tastes and then uh then just i it just amazes me how she just comes up with these creations it's awesome Perfect. well thank you so very much for being on the show today and uh, we look forward to watching uh your whiskeys grow and flourish um and especially more expressions coming to the u.s and around the world where everybody can uh taste and enjoy like we have today so thanks for being on the show Thank you very much, Kerry, for inviting me. And uh, I look forward to actually having a dram with you in person in LA very soon. Yes, please do call me when you get here because I would love to take you out to a couple of whiskey bars around town. We'll surely do that. Thank you so much. World of Wheezy is up next. Stay with us. If you like what you've seen on BRC, you'll love what's coming soon in the Barrel Room Parlor. As a member, you'll have exclusive access to various spin-off series, including The Cutting Room Floor and Natalia Award-winning series Kindred Spirits. To create your membership, visit www.barrelroomchronicles.com and click on Become a Member. Once you've chosen your membership level, you'll be able to enjoy all the extra content it has to offer. You'll even be able to participate with the show by commenting on videos and other posts. Don't wait. Sign up today for exclusive content in the Barrel Room Parlor. Hey, Louise. Nice to have you on the show this week. Today, we are going to talk about Rampur, an Indian single malt spirit. And um, I really enjoyed it. It, it uh, had a lot of great flavors to me. And I was very curious to see what you would do with it. I loved it. I, what I especially loved was I felt like there, there were a lot of kind of sweet undertones, vanilla-y undertones to this particular spirit. So I wanted to use it in a dessert, Ooh. rice pudding to be, um, mm. specific. Yes. Um, one of the things I was thinking about is, having a very creamy rice pudding with rose water rose water vanilla yes what is I rose think... water like with rose, rose petals yes rose water is a condiment that is used in a lot of middle eastern cooking it's used okay. in some cooking in the indian subcontinent it's used in i've had it in african cooking it's used in various parts of the world in, in dishes. And it's essentially like a tincture, to be honest. It's okay. rose petals that are steeped in a low alcohol um, liquid, basically. Okay. And you can use it. It's oftentimes used in desserts. Um, if you've ever had like baklava that has oh, like yeah. a floral note they there's usually a syrup that is made with uh rose water it is lovely in rice pudding so i was thinking about a whiskey rice pudding with rose water using 
around poor spirits. And uh, it, I think it would be a hit beyond hits at your next dinner party. Well, that sounds good. I love rice pudding. And uh, this rose water is very intriguing to me. So I think that would be awesome to try. Yes, 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 yes. Delicious and floral and wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you for that tidbit. And I'm, and you just taught me something today that I didn't know about this rose water. That's very interesting. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And we will talk to you next time with our next spirit. Bye. For show notes on today's episode, please visit www.barrelroomchronicles.com. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. If you really liked it and want to show your support, buy us a whiskey through our Kofi site. If you work in the whiskey industry or run a whiskey bar or club, and you'd like to be featured on Barrel Room Chronicles, register to be a guest through our website. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, Salonjava. Barrel Room Chronicles is a production of First Real Entertainment and is distributed by Anchor FM and is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.